Welcome to a brand new episode of Zach to the Future. I am your host, Zachary Hilton. We're coming from an undisclosed location. That's why it sounds so fun. Um, And with me, yet again, my better half, the one, the only. I'm trying to go along so she can stop yawning. (laughs) Brooke Hilton. Oh, I thought you were going to say more awesomeness about me. I should. You should, but you were just like, oh, I'm prolonging it because you're yawning. (laughs) And otherwise, uh, I have nothing awesome to say. No, you're awesome. You Whatever. know you're awesome. Whatever. Um, hey, if, guys, I'm back. Yeah, she is. Uh, our, back again. Our contacts are Zach's Movie Show on Twitter, uh, Zach to the Future on Facebook. If you want to email us, Zach's Movie Show at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram, podcasting underscore couch. And on this wonderful episode, we are going to review review two movies. Two? Uh, Yeah, one from today and one from yesteryear. Yes. We are going to review Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we're going to review 30 years ago, uh, two days ago it came out, The Lost Boys. So I think we should start with Atomic Blonde. I'm in. Okay. So this movie is starring Charlize Theron, uh, John Goodman, and James McAvoy. And it's about an, an agent who has to go to Berlin to help a fellow agent get this uh, list so it doesn't get out into the public because it has all the agents' names and all the world and it would cause mass hysteria. So um, the advertisement for this movie is very action-packed, John Wick, if you will, um, because it is even directed by one of the directors of John Wick. Oh, okay. And the upcoming Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, then I look forward to that. Yeah. So um, what were your uh, thoughts going into the movie? And tell me some pros. Pros like of the movie? Yeah, like okay. tell me what well, you were you going in. Well, you threw me in. off because you were like Jesus. going into the movie and what were some pros mm. of like going into the movie. I was just, no. you know what? what? I just wanted some clarification. <laughs> okay, you've been clarified. Thank you. Okay, so I have developed a late love for some uh, Charlize Theron. Good for and you. I watched a really good interview uh, on my Bravo show <laughs> um, with Boy. her. So, you know. She's pretty amazing. So I was really excited um, to see it. Uh-huh. Um, and I liked the feel and the comparison that it was giving to John Wick beforehand because I love John Wick. Yeah. Honestly, though, going like after seeing the movie, I don't know if I would compare it to John Wick. They're, to me as well, two different types of movies. Yeah. Like, I would not say, oh, this is the female John Wick. That's not... I would say this is more in line of this is the female Ethan Hunt, Jason Bourne, uh, James Bond. Um, Although, I mean, it is pretty amazing that her uh, sparring partner was Mm. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Well, the one takeaway for me is that, yes, the action is filmed in the style of John Wick. But if you remember, like, John Wick was more, I'm going to shoot you, where I feel like she was more hand-to-hand combat. Yes, yes, she did shoot people, but she was very hand-to-hand in her uh, action scenes. Um, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but to me, it was realistic. Oh, yeah, for sure. In the sense that, you know, 
guns run out of bullets, you're put in situations. You get hurt. When you see, like, you know, a situation where you may not win. Right. Things play itself out. Well, I mean, like, let's let's be real. Okay, you know I'm a Mission Impossible guy, and you know I'm si, a James, James Bond guy, but they're very, they rely heavy on special effects. They rely heavy on gadgets and those kind of action scenes, where this movie is a very grounded spy thriller. Yes. Um, and I think that's what really got me to love this movie. I, there are a lot of twists in it. You do have to pay attention to, like, uh, with what the story is giving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the way to the end, yes, I followed it. And yeah, we had a conversation after being like, okay, this meant this, this meant this. Right. But it didn't deter from the movie for me. No, 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 no. Um, I actually think it just makes it more watchable. I think it's like, oh, I can't wait to watch it a second time. And see if to I pick, pick up, up you know, on X, L- Y, and Z. Little yeah, I get things that. here and there. Um, I, the only complaints I have of the movie are, I think... I would have enjoyed the movie a tad bit more if it wasn't so much from the interview to the what we're doing. Interview to what we're doing. Yeah. Because I think if it was more straight on of a movie, okay. I would have been good with it. I also, I, I don't like that it had practically the same plot to the first Mission Impossible. Because the first Mission Impossible was about Ethan Hunt and The List. So you've made the list. You've made the list, but I don't think that's enough for me to say this movie isn't watchable. I think this it just makes it like any other spy movie. Right. But I really, I really it enjoyed definitely has everything. Its own twists and turns. Yeah. Though. Is there anything that you didn't like about this movie? Um, that I didn't like. Yeah. Like, was the plot? T- a little too wacky. No. Were there any supporting characters that you didn't like? Like, did you like John McAvoy in the movie? Like, did he good, do a good job in the role? I uh, think so. Okay. I think so. I mean, you know, it was like, I, I think so. We're not getting into spoilers. Right. Because... That's where I'm like, I don't want to, you know, yeah. spoil anything or whatnot. But I definitely think that he did a good job portraying what he was supposed to portray. Okay, fair enough. Now, Charlize, did you find her to be badass? Oh, she was fabulous. Fabulous? Fabulous. Fabulous, darling. Fabulous, darling. Do you think we're going to get a sequel? Like, Oh, it, yeah. It had a smaller budget. and I, to I me, absolutely. I mean, they, they had a fantastic opening weekend. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I think as Considering long as... Considering what their budget was. Oh, yeah. If they make $75 million worldwide, I think we get a sequel. Um, I know right now, as of now, it's ahead of John Wick, but, um, I enjoyed it. I think you should see it. If you like spy thrillers, it's definitely worth a watch, especially, I don't feel like it's one of those movies. I keep hearing this, that just because it stars a woman doesn't give it a pass. And I don't think that's got anything to do with this. No. Um, but I do want to bring up. Because mm-hmm. you and I had talked about this, and I thought that this is one of my favorite things that I had heard. Um, and again, and I kind of referenced it before, where she did an interview on Watch What Happens Live, which is on Bravo with Andy Cohen. <laughs> Fucking great plug. plug. But no, <laughs> so... Are you case, getting money no. that I don't know about? <laughs> no. From Bravo? I wish. You better give no. me some of that royalty. 
No. In case anybody wants to go back and like actually watch the interview. Yeah. Um, because she she does a lot of fun things uh, during the interview, and questions that you wouldn't see typically asked by or of her. Mm-hmm. But anyways, one of the questions asked was, you know, why does she need to be bisexual like why does she have to like men and women Mm -hmm. and i loved that her response was why not i Mm -hmm. want to live in a world where this doesn't even have to be a question or like this isn't a main part of the character exactly she was like it doesn't matter like i don't want to she was like you know essentially like i don't want to promote it this way Right. It doesn't. It shouldn't matter. That right. has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I. In other words, it should just be accepted. Sexuality like, should have nothing to do with like any part of the character. Right. Um, because that's not what their job is, obviously. Right. But like, it's funny that that was brought up because I know Daniel Craig wanted to kiss a man in James Bond, uh-huh. and it never happened. And I'm like, oh okay. But I'm like, why not? Why can't we right. just, you know, because not to give anything away, but a spy should be willing to do anything for her job. If you're willing to kill then you're willing to do anything, whether she you. did like it or not. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Like, it's, to me, not a part of the character. Um, so you say see it in theater? See it in theater. See it in theater. All right. Uh, from there, we're going to go to a 1987 classic that just came out recently. I and believe, I'm out. July 31st. Um, I don't see why you're out. You watched it. Um, we watched against my will. We watched the Lost Boys. I don't even think it was against a, your will because you didn't even know it was coming. That's not All against I your know will. Is that when the credits hit? Uh huh. The opening credits. Yeah. I gave you a very dirty and nasty look. And said, "What the f am I watching?" And I said, "The Lost Boys from 1987, July 31st to be exact." It's because it had. <laughs> oh, you saw Corey. a certain. Feldman. Corey Feldman. Okay, before we dive into the movie, I want our audience to understand why you don't like Corey Feldman. Because you made me <laughs> go to a concert uh-huh. of his. Of Co- Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman came in concert? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Look, it was an experience. It was, it was something I can't even say like... it was an experience. Well, can I... The heck, it was not... But, like, look at it from my point of view, Brooke. Like, uh, recently you've seen so many movies. Like, he's in a Friday the 13th. Okay. L- License to Drive. Yep, you uh, made me watch that Lost too. Boys. Like, these are movies I grew up with. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course I want to see this performance. I want to see this man. Especially since he went crazy recently. Oh, my God. So, for me, it was like, yes, I have to do this. I have to know... But I don't think that he was that great of an actor. For a child? Yeah. Nah, he's great as a child actor. You are on something that he is selling because (laughs) he is amazing. Um, So we watched Lost Boys. Now we'll get back into it. And yes, Corey Feldman is it. And so is Corey Haim. And fun fact, this is the first movie Corey Feldman and Haim did together, which sparked the two Corys. So this is the first movie. Um, And it's about a family that is moving to Santa Carla. 
and um, from Phoenix because the mom got a divorce. And when they get there, uh, David, uh, I believe it was David. Can you IMDB for me? Thank you. Um, sees this girl and gets really infatuated. And um, he sees her go off with this motorcycle gang of young men. Uh, and, and they look like rockers. You know what I mean? Um, so... Yeah. So, you know, he's he's more interested. He sees him later on. Uh, and long story short, I mean, like, it's it, you're obviously dealing with vampires. Throughout it, you're seeing, like, people getting... The, no, well, uh, who's the brother? That's oh, what Michael. I was asking. Michael, yes. Michael sees the girl, and he gets infatuated. But uh, he meets D- David and his gang, and so... Uh, throughout the beginning, you see like these murders happening, but you don't see who it is. And then eventually, uh, Corey F- Haim's character finds Corey Feldman, and uh, Feldman's telling Haim about how there's vampires uh, that live here and stuff like that. And Haim's not believing it. Well, um, Michael ends up starting to become a vampire. A vampire. Yes. And he, uh, uh, you know, he starts getting the powers, flying cravings and stuff like that. And then eventually, not the, you know, in case someone in the last 30 years like yourself hasn't seen it, I'm not going to dive too much into it. But Don't it waste is a, your time. It's a, wow. <laughs> is that your feeling for real? Is it, is it really your feeling? I mean. <laughs> why, okay, why is that your feels? Why is that my feel? You do realize that I, like, fell asleep during part of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. But, like, it seemed like you were invested. Towards like, the end? All right, like, I would say the that. last 45 minutes. Um, I think and, I just, I, I think I was excited because when I woke up, um, it, there's literally a scene where somebody's knocking at the door and he asked to come in mm-hmm. and... I you just it. called that he was a vampire. Yeah, I thought we weren't doing spoilers. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you just gave away what scene it was. So, like, if anybody's listening, it's like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to the knocking scene. <laughs> I didn't uh, say what was going to happen. I was just saying. the only goddamn I... knocking scene in the movie. You know what? Um, so, okay, so let me ask you a couple of questions about this, <laughs> about this film. Ask away. If, I will. I will ask away. So, do you think that the movie is too dated to enjoy today? Um, I will say yes and no. There are different parts in the movie that I'm like, what the heck is this? That mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense. Okay. As to why, like, that special effect would even happen. Okay. But there are other parts. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There were parts that made me jump. It definitely had, like, the jump scare factor... Yeah, there are a couple of scare moments for this um, horror movie. But overall, being scared, no, I did not have oh. that feeling. Okay. But there were parts that made me jump. Do you think... Now, think of all the vampire movies you can, and I'll even say it. Think of your Twilight movies and stuff like that. Uh, that's not even the one I went to. You know what I went to? Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> God bless. Maybe you're the wrong person to be asking these questions. Um, do you think, uh, now think of vampire movies. Do you, do you not think this is a, a well-made vampire movie? I'll give you that. Yes, it is. It is a well-made vampire I think so, movie. yeah. Okay. So for what it Especially is, it kind of is classic. I mean, like, yes. Kiefer I'll Sutherland is really great in this film. 
Yeah. I still see why, like, Joel Schumacher picked him up to be in Flatliners, and, like, mm-hmm. I like his brooding and his mysterious yeah. ways. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that. Um, I this will... is before. This is before it, Flatliners, yes. okay. Um, I, I definitely, while watching it, I, I got a little bit nostalgia into it, you know, because I, I love the era. And I actually, weirdly, when you watch it, it has, like, with the teenagers, like a Karate Kid feel. Like, I felt like the bad guys from Karate Kid were the bikers. I felt like Corey Feldman and Haim were goonies, and they had to fight vampires. Okay. So it's like all these, like, mixing of the world. Um, it has a great 80s soundtrack. I mean, it's, yeah. it's dead on 80s soundtrack. I'll give you that. Um, I do think that this is a classic vampire movie from the 80s that could be watched today. So I will call it a classic. That being said, I have a few problems okay. with it. I don't like how they mess with lore. Like, Who? lore. I like, I don't like that you can't invite vampires in the house. Or okay. if if you invite a vampire in the house, then um, that's your own fault. Right. But they can't come in. And they tease that with it, but then vampires come in and it almost comes off like, oh, when you invite us in, then then you, you can't no, do anything about it. But we can always come in. That just gives you right. the right to fight me. I don't like that. Yeah, it I was didn't like, like that because I, 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 I've always thought that it's based on other movies and, and books and, and all books that. And all that, that you have to invite them in, right. period. Um, so I didn't, I, it almost felt like, oh, we have a small budget. And this is the only place that we could do this action scene. So we're going to smudge the rules a little bit while we're making our own rules. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, Also, they're supposed to be teenagers. And the only one that that. looks like a teenager is Alex Winter, who plays Bill from Bill and Ted. Uh He's the only one that looks like a kid. Kiefer Sutherland passes as a 30 year old yeah nothing even, younger than that even jason patrick who plays michael his hairline is so awful right but it doesn't he doesn't feels. look but he's not as bad not as bad no, not as bad but like i still but i still feel like oh um i also a little bit like i do like the goonie portion like how they Although try I to make say it that, and then there was a waiter the other day uh-huh. That was like I'm just turned 25, and I was like I don't know maybe not maybe he does. Look you were like 30. what are you a chick? You stopped <laughs> you stopped counting birthdays. All right. Um, but but I also like I said I I like the Goonie stuff, but at the same time I felt like they went to the kids too often. Yeah. I felt like that was the studio being like no we told you we wanted to make a kid movie right. and you just made our kid movie rated R so you better do what we want. Yes. If your movie's rated R, the kids don't need to be a big portion. No. You know, was it's that not rated the goonies. Yeah, that's a rated R movie. Well, I mean that makes sense thinking about it. Yeah, with the blood and the gore and the yeah. stuff. Um so that being said, I don't like that. Um <laughs> I what? I just can't get the scene out of my head what? of like blood coming coming out of the sinks out and of stuff. Out of sinks and destroying a toilet. And like <laughs> I, I don't get why we have to go over the top on stuff like that when it doesn't make sense. Like no. that was like, you know, like there's a scening in the uh, scening. 
there's a scene in The Shining where elevator doors open and blood comes out, uh-huh. but that's supposed to be done for A, tension, and B, is it real, is it fake? Right. Where this is coming off as, oh, well, this is just stupid. Right. You know what I mean? That's a, yeah. Um, so I do think this movie, as being a classic, there are hella flaws. I mean, did you see that saxophone player? No. At the beginning, the the guy singing shirtless and just oh yeah. oiled up, yes. like yeah, when she was at the concert, yeah, like that kind of stuff. And, um, her star, star like like that, yeah, like that kind of stuff, like just cringeworthy. Yes. But other than that, I think seventy five percent of this movie is really great. Yes. Um, I think it's a classic, and I will also say not only a classic, I think you could remake it. I see that. I think it is a simple enough tale, just like Flatliners. Do you think people would get upset? Oh, yeah. No, they would totally get upset. Yeah. But how can you get upset when they've made straight-the-video sequels that just, no pun intended, suck? You know? Yeah. Like, I feel you could really get a good cast. I mean, perfect perfect just example. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. for, for me, is like, and granted... You could either have them play the same characters or whatever, just like how we always say, don't do the same beats. But, like, I could see Tom Holland being Michael. Yes. And meeting vampires. Yeah. And, like, following all this stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I could see Star being um, uh, Hermione. What's her name? Emma Watson. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I could see him chasing Emma Watson. And then, who's a bad boy? Zac Efron, bad boy. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. I see that kind of crowd. And granted, Zac Efron's way too old. Yeah. But if we're going to have, say. but if we're going to have bearded Kiefer Sutherland, then I could call that. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying that we can find we could make a work. younger guy. Right. Um. So yeah, that's just my feeling. I feel like you can reboot it. I agree with that. Awesome. Well, that is this week's episode of Zack to the Future. Uh, Like I said at the beginning, make sure you tweet us. Tell us your thoughts on Lost Boys. Tell us your thoughts on Atomic Blonde. Also, I'm on this uh, Star app where I do quick reactions and stuff. I'm going to do one for Lost Boys in a minute. Um, Yeah, just search Zack and Dabby Dat. Uh, Twitter at Zack's Movie Show. Facebook, Zack to the Future. Gmail, Zack's Movie Show. Uh, you want to plug anything? You want to plug any more Bravo shows you're a part of? You know what? What? I don't have time for you, Zach. Zach, yeah. don't you? All I hear is Zach, Zach, Zach. What does that mean? Just saying. Are, are I you... ain't got time to plug nothing. All right, cool. Well, have a good day, folks. <laughs>